now listening to the Zipita Podcast with your host, Remy Samson. Hello, everybody. This is Remy Samson, the host of, of the amazing Zipita Podcast. I am here with an amazing guest, and we are going to be talking about finding your life purpose. Hello, everyone. I'm Taylor Jones, and um, I'm excited about this, uh, to be talking about this subject. Um, as I recently transitioned to a new life purpose purpose myself, so this is going to be a great episode and a great topic that we're going to be discussing. All right. So, Taylor, what, what do you think is someone's life purpose? Like, how do I tell that, okay, this is the, how do I know this is my life purpose? How do I define it? Um for and I'm going to be talking about my own personal experience because that's the only one I can I can base it off of yeah me personally uh when I when it came to finding my life purpose it was definitely confusing because you know you have your 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 calling that you want to do and then you have the calling that God wants you to do and so it's sometimes hard to decipher which one you should go with but um as far as knowing what your life purpose is, uh, I think that it kind of just comes to you uh, as you go through your life experiences. Uh, I think people have to understand that we can we have we can have more than one purpose because we're imperfect. So God can take us and He can uh, repurpose us, you know, as we go through our lives, and so. Um, the key to finding your life purpose is really just allowing God to lead you. And when he's leading you, you will know, you'll know what you're called to do. So does it really matter if I actually move in God's life, like God's purpose in my life? Or if, you know, I feel like, okay, maybe for example, I love doing podcasts, but I don't feel like, you know, maybe God probably wants me to be on TV, but then I'm just like shy people. And I decide to do like, my podcasting does it really matter if i move in my life purpose or if i do something opposite to what i was called to do i think either way you go Mm -hmm. you know um you know you do get to choose what you want to do um but when god has called you to do something else it's an undeniable calling you can't ignore it um you can try to, like I did, and <laughs> try to do your own thing and try to continue to do do something else. But a lot of times, you know, God, what he would do when you're not trying to answer his calling is he will start working against what you're doing outside of it. You will start having things happen and, and, and it won't work out and you're, you get frustrated because you're like, this isn't working out. And it's going to force you to go back to what God has called you to do anyway. And so, uh, you know, when God says he's the author of life and we are characters in his book, so there's no way you can run away from your calling, um, you know, if he, if he calls on you. You know what, this is, takes me back to the story of um, Jonah, I think. Whenever he was asked to go um, and vigilize, at, I forgot what city it was, but then he didn't go and he got swallowed in the whale's belly. Yeah, that's exactly yes. what yeah, so that just just kind of like mm, that's kind of the image that came to my head when you just said that exactly. And how do I how do I discover it? What if I'm still in the process of searching 
for what my life purpose is or what God wants me to do. Like I did steps in order for me to do this so I can be on the right track so I don't be in an opposite direction to what God wants me to do. Uh, you just have to ask. You know, I think a lot of people forget that God is not some person that he, he doesn't want to purposely confuse you. He's not a, a God of confusion. He's bring, he brings clarity. And so a lot of people say, well, what is, what do, how do I know? How do I find it? What do I do? You just, you ask, you invite him in, you ask him to show you and to lead you. And sometimes if you don't ask, he voluntarily show you by making you, putting you in a situation where you have no choice but to ask. So, uh, you know, just ask and, and he will show you and guide you into that. All right. So, you know, you said like, you know, we have to ask him. So like, is there a specific way I ask him? Like, does he have to be through prayer, fasting? Do I have to spend time with him? Like, how do I actually like, you know, find out what, what my purpose is? You have to spend time with him. Uh, you know, it takes me back to the verse where he says, um, you know, my people suffer because of their lack of knowledge. And mm -hmm. so when you get to know God, I mean, really know him, not try to just know his blessings, not just try to just know the good things. But when you try to have an intimate relationship with him, because, you know, when you look at the word, no, he always says it in an intimate way. You know, Adam got to know Eve that was intimate. And so when you, you have to spend time with God you, and, and you have to pick up your Bible and that's his living word. And, you know, that's how, how it went for me. I started reading more and it's not just one thing you have to do. You need to read, you need to pray. If you, you know, if you uh, are comfortable with fasting, then you should fast. And, 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 you know, it's all of those things to put together. It's just not one specific thing that you have to do. And as you're doing all those things, you will, he will start to reveal more and more to you. Mm. So do you mind, do you mind sharing your, ex, your experience and how you discovered your purpose? Like how, you know, cause you say that, you know, you're in a different route and then you're just in the process of like retracting yourself back. So do you mind sharing that experience with us or? Yes, I, I, do, I don't mind uh, sharing that. Um, for me, I, I always knew I had something with, uh, you know, something greater than what I was doing. I always knew that it was something else I should have been doing when I, you know, uh, even in high school. I, I never cared for college. I never, uh, I, I tried the college thing, wasn't, wasn't what I, I thought it was going to be. Didn't find anything there that really interested me. Uh, I tried to even be just a writer and an author. And, you know, that you know, wasn't really working out for me. I started losing passion for that. Uh, and so for me, I had got to this place in my life where I had been, I basically had been running away from, from God, you know, for a while because I grew up as a Christian and I wanted to, you know, I wanted to know God for myself. And so I kind of ran away from my faith for a while because I didn't know if it was just something that my mom had taught me or was it really a God? And so for a little while, I went my own way. And there was even one point in my life where I was, that's actually my, where my turn happened. I was in the middle of writing a book. And uh, 
I started, you know, during that time, I was also reading my Bible. And as I'm reading my Bible, as, and, I, and, you know, and I'm realizing my book is going against everything that God is speaking about. It's going against everything that God is about. And so I trashed the book. <laughs> I trashed it. And then, you know, I said, I need to spend more time with God because, you know, it's just, it's not, you know, what I was, the path that I was going down was my own selfish desires of wanting to uh, be a writer and wanting to, you know, uh, be famous for my writings. That's a very selfish, self-indulging, self-serving kind of thing. And so, uh, you know, God had put me in a humbling place where, you know, because I had just, I was just coming out of my divorce as well. And so I was in a very humbling place at that time. I had lost everything. Mm-hmm. And my writing was the thing that I was going to use to, you know, get out of my situation. But I realized in, in that time that I was writing that that's not what God wanted for me. And so um, I basically, it's like he just repurposed me. Like this is, this is serving you, but you're not here to serve you. You're here to serve other people. Mm-hmm. And you're here to use the experiences that you, you went through to help other people. And so I started, you know, leaning that way. And uh, now I'm working on a whole different book that's actually more serving for other people. It's not about me. It's about, you know, helping other Christians and, you know, just people who need help in general. And so um, that was like, now I'm, I'm doing, you know, my podcast and, you know, now I'm uh, coaching, you know, women who have been through, you know, some of the things that I've been through to help them out. And never in a million years would I have thought that this was the route that I would be going because I had in my mind totally made up what my life was going to be like and who I was going to be and what I was going to do. And, you know, God pulled me a totally different direction. So for me, that's how I end up stumbling into my purpose. Uh, for others, I'm sure, you know, it, it's different for everyone. Yeah. You know, you said something that was very key there. You said God places you in a humbling place. And that's one thing. And that's kind of like what similarity, like that's, I think that's what most Christians that, you know, find their way, we route them way back to Christ. That's one thing they have in common. You know, God always put them in that place and situation whereby, they know the only person that can draw them out from the, whatever you're going through right now is God. And that way it helps us like build a relationship with him, which is just amazing. It's just, it's, um, it's just freaking amazing to me. Yeah. Okay. So, and the question I, I would like to ask is what if my life purpose is not something that the people around me, like close friends and family, what if they do not support what exactly my life purpose is? How do I go about that? Um, I think one thing you have to realize about, you know, getting into your life purpose and is, you know, you're serving such a big purpose that no, like other people are not going to understand because they're not Mm -hmm. there yet. Mm -hmm. Right. And so the way I see it is when I accepted Jesus into my life, I became a citizen of the kingdom of heaven. And so the kingdom of heaven, we do things different. We have a different Mm -hmm. purpose. We're serving a bigger purpose than what's in this world. And people can't wrap their mind around that. And so I, I went through that as well with people not understanding and I've lost friends and I, and I, you know, 
lost communication with certain family members because they simply don't understand. They don't want to be around it. They don't, you know, support it. And that's fine. And so I think with that case, you just have to be okay with people walking away from you because, you know, that's not going to stop your purpose. That's not going to stop God's, you know, calling for you. And it's not going to stop his, you know, him blessing you, you know, for, for your good works. Um, you know, it's, you just have to accept the fact that, you know, you're going to be hated in this world. And Jesus, he's already told us that, right? He said, the world is going to hate you because of me. And mm -hmm. so you just got to be ready for it. And like, okay, well, you know, uh, you don't have to, for me, you know, with those family members or friends, I don't, you don't have to completely cut them off. Uh, you know, you don't have to, and you don't have to try to shove it down their throats either. You just have to kind of understand that, you know, for, for me, I'm like, I'm just going to be an example. I'm just going to be the best example I can be and, and show them what God can do with me and who God is through me and let him work on me. And maybe if they see what God has done with me, even if right now they don't agree or don't understand, it may inspire them to get their lives right. And so just try to be the best example you can be in that case. You said we should be okay with people walking away. And that's something I feel like, you know, some people are not, they're not familiar with, you know, they be so wanting to people please a lot. And because of like maybe bond or history or memories, you know, we feel like we need to hold on to the certain people and that, you know, that if they're not going to support us, then maybe we're moving the wrong direction. And, you know, another thing you said, but in a different way was that, kind of like when God is blessing us and providing for us, you know, he also provides the people that's supposed to lead us to that, to where we need to be. That's another thing about, like you said, being a citizen of heaven. There are also other citizens of heaven too. And he's going to move them in directions and make sure things shake so that things happen the way he has, he want them to be. Exactly. And like, you know, like you also said, people are going to hate us regardless. They're always yeah. going to dislike it because they're never going to understand. Their mind cannot just wrap around, you know, things that are going on. Their mind is it's too small yeah. to see the bigger picture. Yeah, so. I, think, uh, I think people don't understand that. That's exactly why God said not to lean on your own understanding because I still don't fully understand God. There's no way that you can understand God as a human. You can't fully understand him. You would have an understanding of him to a certain level, but mm -hmm. that's why he gives us all eternities because it's going to take all eternity to get to know God. He's an infinite being. There's no human that can really wrap their mind around that. And so you have to push your own human understanding aside and understand that you're not going to, as a human, fully understand who God is, what he is. There's so much we still don't know about God. Mm -hmm. So one one thing one thing my mom always told me was my mom and like my Sunday school teachers whenever I was little was God is spirit. For you to understand him, you have to be in spirit, which is why you need to build your Holy Spirit. You have to get you have to feed the spirit continuously so you can hear whenever he speaks to you, whenever he talks to you and all of that. And I think that's just you know something key in discovering life purpose honestly you just need to make sure the spirit is felt is is um is fed so you right. can actually you know walk in that same path right um is that do you think there's something called brainwashing people into their life purpose yet? life purpose do you think it's something called brainwashing um of, 
of course. Uh, I mean, you know, uh, I see it all the time now with media. People are brainwashed by the media and they look at their phones and they go on Instagram, they go on Twitter, they go on Facebook, they go look at their new local news outlets and, uh, you know, what these people are doing in the media is they're, you know, creating this emotional uh, reaction for everybody. And now people think that the biggest thing in the world right now, the biggest issue we have right now is racism. And that's the least of our issues is racism. I mean, that's just a snare from Satan to make us focus on the flesh. And, you know, I believe it was Paul said that we're not battling flesh and blood. We're bad. This is a spiritual war. And so we're so focused. You know, a lot of people are so focused on race issues. They don't understand the bigger picture. They're not seeing what's really going on. Mm-hmm. And so uh, it does brainwash people to think that, oh, I have to do this because this is the issue that's going on. This is the purpose that I need to be serving. And, you know, you know, I, I do think that people can be brainwashed into a a different purpose uh, that's not of God and a a different purpose that is of, you know, more working with the adversary and not of God. And so uh, in that sense, yes, they, they can be, they can be brainwashed into uh, a different purpose because there's only two people you're going to work for in this world. It's either going to be God or it's going to be Satan. So (laughs) true. Yeah. So um, is there a way I can honestly like streamline in defining my life purpose? Are there things, are there, are there resources, are there tools out there that I can do apart from, you know, just asking God for what my life purpose is? Are there things I can do to help me, you know, figure out what my path is in life? Right. Uh, definitely. Um I think, you know, a lot of people are very talented and they and have all these different passions and just things that they're really good at. And um, that's where that's where I kind of started was I'm very good at writing. But who am I going to write for? Who am I going to serve when I'm writing? And so you have to, you know, not everybody has their own spiritual gifts and talents and things. And so I think you have to look at what are you just naturally good at already? What is something that you already have? How can you use that and serving? How can you use that to help other people? Maybe you're good at making people laugh. Maybe you're good at, you know, um, I don't know, maybe you're good with music. You have a, a beautiful voice or I, I'm, not, I'm not sure because there's so many different things that, that people can do. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, you just have to kind of go with that, go with what you already know because, you know, God doesn't call the qualified. He qualifies the called. And so Mm. go with what you know now and, you know, see what, and and, and see what, what purpose can this serve to other people? You know, what purpose can, can I, you know, how can I use this to be, you know, to serve people, to serve God, to be a better servant and just go from, from there, you know? Well, what you just said right now, you said God doesn't call the qualified. He qualifies the called. That's yeah. major right there. That's major right there. Because you know, people be so, they be so pressed on trying to be a certain way that's pleasing to men, especially. And they be trying to act like they can fool God in something 
that you know they are not qualified for which is the reason why you know like the bible said we need to learn how to test the spirits because not every spirits are from god it's from god so like you know we need to learn desperate that and that we need to feel the spirit so we can we can understand how to discern unknown and false prophets and spirits at the same time so right. because i just feel like because we're trying so hard to be people that we are not we end up trying to tell ourselves or tell god what we are qualified for and things that he should be bringing our way meanwhile we cannot you know find we cannot find ourselves in that humbling situation and thereby right. we miss blessings that god has actually created for us right but yeah all right so do you think talent and purpose are the same thing um no talent is just talent uh you know your talent can be used to carry out a great purpose mm-hmm. but it's, your talent isn't necessarily your purpose in life uh you may be a great dancer uh you know you can use your dancing to maybe help other people to, you know, maybe, maybe you want to teach kids dancing and you want to show them dances that is, you know, not, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, not a worldly, you know, or, you know, secular kind of dances. Right. Mm -hmm. And so you dancing alone, that's, that's just, that's just your talent. Your purpose is from God. So, Mm -hmm. you know, you can have talent and not serve a purpose. Uh, and I don't believe that talent and purpose is the same thing because I also think that we don't all just have one purpose. Uh, we can serve many purposes um, and have many hats. You can be serving as a wife. You can be a mom. Then you can also be a Bible study teacher. You can, you know, so we have different mm-hmm. things that we can do, uh, you know, as far as purpose. Um, so, yeah, I don't believe that talent is equal to your purpose in life. So how do you suggest we use our talent to serve our purpose? Um, it kind of just goes back to seeing, you know, how, you know, seeing what your purpose is, which, I mean, what your talent is, what you're good at, and looking at, well, how can, you know, I use this to not just serve me and serve other people and, you know, I can't tell you how to, how you can use that. Only God has that answer. And so it just goes back to, you have to go to God and let him guide you in that. So what would you say is your favorite Bible verse or favorite quote that you leave by? Uh, that would have to be Philippians 4, 4. Um, where Paul says, rejoice in the Lord always. I say again, rejoice. It's a simple verse, but it holds a lot of weight because I think you have to understand the situation that Paul was in at the time he was locked up, you know, he was going through a tough time and yet he's saying rejoice in the Lord, always rejoice in the Lord. And so it just reminds me that no matter what the world throws at me, no matter what I'm going through, it's a blessing to go through it. It's a blessing to be here. It's a blessing to have, you know, to whatever I'm going through, you know, to always rejoice in the Lord because it's working out for my good. And so that's why that is my favorite verse. You also have a favorite quote or no, just a favorite verse? Uh, I can't really say I have like a favorite quote. Um, 
not one that I can think of off the top of my head right now. <laughs> All right. That's fine. You know, I personally, I, um, my favorite quote that I like to go by is, um, well, the famous, it's famous for she believed she could, so she did. But I tried to, like, personalize it to, you know, suit me. So I either be like, I believe, or I'd be like, Remy believes um, I could, so I did. So I just like to move like that, move in that direction. So whenever I just feel like, you know, things are not going my way, I just like, I know I can do it because God put it in me. So I know it's, it's achievable. So I'm going to do it regardless. Right. And you also you also talked about you know you're writing a new book and you also have a podcast channel. So what's the name of your podcast and when would we be you know expecting a new book coming out? Uh, yes, the name of my podcast is Conversations with Taylor Nicole, mm-hmm. and uh, basically I just speak about uh, you know um, recent topics and things that may be going on in the world and. I I speak about a variety of things, just, you know, on a Christian perspective, based, you know, biblical perspective and trying to put things into perspective, uh, you know, based upon, you know, uh, what the Bible says and what God and how God is leading me in that. Um, As far as my book, um, I'm still doing a lot of research on it because it's going to be a faith-based book. And obviously I don't want to put anything out there that's going to mislead anyone. And so I'm still doing doing a lot of research on that. Um, I'm hoping to have it out uh, next year, around this time next year, um, and be finished with it. Um, And it's going to be a a book for new Christians who may need help with uh, understanding certain verses, uh, may need help with uh, just you know, not being misled because, you know, with social media, something I noticed is that a lot of people are, you know, misinterpret verses, take things out of context, uh, purposely say things, you know, God is telling, is doing things or says things in the Bible that he doesn't actually do or say. Mm -hmm. And so I thought it would be good to have a book that could hit on those topics and kind of be like a reference guide to those who are new to the faith. Yeah, which is one thing why I always tell people, like, you know, before you say anything you say on social media, you have to make sure you go research, be it, you know, Bible, biblically, to be just information at all, you have to research it. Because honestly, there's so many people out there, they have different views in life and as to how things are supposed to happen. So, you know, you can't just take one word and run away with it, because at the end of the day, you'll be feeling yourself with nothing. You just right. end up filled with just nothing and you cannot even make decisions and point your life in the right direction because all you have in you is just false information. And now you're out here trying to find, you know, moving in a direction and you wonder why it's not working, but right. exactly. nothing is pointing in the right direction. All right. So I think this is pretty much going to conclude today's um, episode. Do you have like any final words or advice you want to share with anybody, you know, any, anything at all you just want to like before you? Um, I'll just say that if you're in a position right now, maybe you're uh, not, you know, you don't think that you're in the good grace of God, (laughs) which is, you know, not true for any of us, but um, just seek him, seek truth, 
uh, and that's it. Just continue to seek truth. And if, as long as you're doing that, you're going to be on the right, you're going to go on the right path. Amen. All right, y'all. That will conclude today's episode. I want to thank y'all for, you know, listening. And I want to thank you, Taylor, for being a guest on here. I, I appreciate uh-huh. you. And I'm so grateful that you were here. So, um, everyone, just make sure you stay protected and stay safe. Remember, we're still in the pandemic, and everyone should wear a mask, please. <laughs> use your sanitizers, use your gloves, and be mindful of other people, especially the older, the um, the elderly and our young young ones. So, with that being said, I'm gonna be signing out. See y'all next time on the Zipper Tip Podcast. Mm-hmm.